welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I'm your host, Kristen Kaczynski. This show will take you on a journey of expansion, encouraging you to release the limitations of your mind and lean into the wisdom of your soul. Remembering who you are on a soul level will help you release your conditioning, expectations, limiting beliefs, fears, and worries, and evoke a life expanded by your energetic alignment. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your income and impact, or someone who knows in your heart of hearts that you're made for more, this podcast will help you awaken the power that's already inside of you, allowing you to attract an easy flow of money, clients, opportunities, and fulfillment. In each episode, you'll learn something new, expand your consciousness, and you'll walk away with a glimpse of what's truly possible for you. If you're ready to follow your soul's calling and live a more expansive life, you're in the right place. Welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. Hello and welcome to a bit of a different episode of the Soul Expansion Podcast, or I say that, I mean, really this podcast is everything I've learned. It's all of the things that have helped me to grow and expand and expand my consciousness and my awareness of energy and my income and my impact and grow my business. So this fits right in, but for you, if you are new to my circle or new to my podcast, it may seem a bit strange to be talking about this, but today we're going to be talking about survival strategies. And I have to apologize, my voice sounds a little raspy because I did just get back from my honeymoon. (laughs) And now that makes it sound really dirty, but it wasn't from (laughs) screaming and having lots of sex. (laughs) It was just from traveling. We went to Maui and then we flew back to New York about two or three days ago. And I've just been very jet lagged and you know, just when you you get kind of like meh from travel, that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> so that is an explanation of why my voice sounds like this, but let's get back to the topic at hand. So we're talking about survival strategies, survival patterns, and how it impacts your business and how it it actually like really strongly impacts your ability to grow. And this is so interesting to me because, you know, before I met my mentor, before I started going through my own healing journey, I had never heard anyone on planet Earth, let alone in the business coaching community, talk about this. And yet it has been one of the most transformational topics for me in my life and business that I've ever encountered. So it's pretty potent, powerful stuff. It's not something I would skip over, even if you're not really interested in psychology or mindset or energetics. Although if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are interested in those things. But it's it's pretty transformational when you start to really dive deep into the personality patterns, when you start to think about healing them, getting support healing them, And even just understanding like where you're at in your healing journey in terms of your patterns can be pretty potent and powerful. So before I go any further, this work is all credited to Stephen Kessler. He is an author of the book, The Five Personality Patterns. I would love for you to pick that book up and, you know, study it, read it. I think I've read it like three or four times. I've studied it back and forth. There's a chart inside of it that I refer to often. 
I can't recommend this book enough. And just to kind of speak to some of my own breakthroughs with this material before we get into specifics, it completely changed my relationship with my husband, like completely changed it. There were, you know, these really like intense fights we used to get into that just don't really happen that much anymore because I have the awareness of when I'm getting into pattern. And the thing with these survival patterns, these survival strategies, is when you are in the pattern, unless you have a lot of awareness and you've done a lot of healing work, you feel unconscious or like you become unconscious to reasoning, to your grown-up mind, because these are these are patterns that are formed in childhood. So you're basically acting like a child, right? So having the knowledge of these personality patterns has enabled me to catch myself when I'm getting into a childhood pattern and also recognize when my partner's in a pattern and just give them give ourselves some space before we, you know, continue to argue about something stupid. So we can, you know, move through it in a more coherent, conscious way. So it's completely radically changed my relationship with my now husband as of like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Kind of crazy to say that. It's completely radically changed my perspective of other family members in my life too. There was a time where I was very judgmental of other family members and I felt like they were mean or they didn't have my best interest at heart. But now that I've been able to see, oh, they're actually like deep in a pattern, it allows me to have so much more empathy and compassion for them because I now know they're completely unconscious and they're not doing it on purpose, right? So it it really just improves relationships all around you. And to speak to the results in my business, when I started learning this information, it made me a way better coach. Like I can't even tell you how much of a better coach and leader I've become since I've been working on healing these patterns because when you're again when you're in the pattern you're unconscious to emotions to feeling to reasoning so you can be you know a very ineffective or even harmful coach healer and leader so if i don't have your attention yet <laughs> then maybe this isn't the episode for you but maybe it is and in any case, let's go ahead and dive deeper into these survival strategies. So again, this work is all credited to Stephen Kessler, and I'm really just going to skim the surface today for the sake of helping you understand more about yourself so you can take this deeper on your own time. So again, if you hear something in this episode that resonates with you, you need to get the book, The Five Personality Patterns by Stephen Kessler, because it will open your eyes and change your life. And if nothing else, if you're like, okay, I heard something in this episode that I I really see I need to work deeper on, having that the awareness that will come from this episode is going to support you in that. And of course, in my programs, I bring this material into my coaching as well. So if you have been thinking of getting high-touch support from me in one of my programs like Expansion Mastermind, which is an evergreen mastermind that you can always enroll in, um, just send me a DM on Instagram if you want details on that. Or in Divine Feminine Sales, we do have live group coaching calls and this is material that we work with. So if you've been wanting to get support on healing these patterns, especially after you hear all about them, my programs, of course, build this into the curriculum. So without further ado, let's just do high level, like 
what is a survival pattern? What is a survival strategy? So what happens in from like birth to about age seven is we are essentially a walking unconscious mind, which means we don't have filters in our brain that tell us, I accept this or I reject this. We just accept everything that we're told. The only filters that really exist are like who we're exposed to on a regular basis and who we trust, right? So if our parents tell us that we, you know, that money doesn't grow grow on trees, just to use a money mindset example, we don't have the cognitive reasoning from ages zero to seven to be able to say, well, but money is a limitless, abundant resource. Money is an energy. Money is something we can tap into. Wealth is a state of consciousness. It's not something we have to do to receive, right? Like we don't have those skills as a young child. So that's how we develop all of these negative beliefs about money, about ourselves, about what we believe we're capable of. So in that critical period of your childhood where you're basically a walking unconscious mind, a lot of other stuff comes up that we just are not equipped to handle. So if our nervous system experiences overwhelm or if we feel as a young child, like a two-year-old, that we're in a life-threatening situation, we don't have skills to be able to handle that life-threatening situation. We have to rely on our caregivers that are adults, right? So that's how these survival patterns are formed. When an adult was not there to soothe us as a two-year-old or a three-year-old or a five-year-old or inadequately soothed our nervous system, which a lot of parents do, and that's just because they don't know they don't know any better, right? Like our parents are great, but at the same time, this this knowledge is not widespread. So it's not a surprise that we have all of these, you know, issues from childhood because this information is not very widespread, unfortunately. So if your parents don't adequately soothe you or whoever your caregiver is don't adequately soothe you in childhood and make you feel safe, then what happens is because you as a two-year-old believe you're in a life-threatening situation, you start to develop skills or strategies to help you survive that life-threatening situation. Now, here's the kicker. It may not actually be a life-threatening situation, right? But if you're a two-year-old, you don't know the difference. So you just do whatever you think is best to try to survive the situation. Even if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to an adult mind, that's what made sense for you at the time. And we have to be grateful for these survival patterns because without them, I don't know, we'd probably all be catatonic. Like we'd probably not be able to get through life as easily. So they do serve a purpose and they are super important. And they all also allow us to develop gifts, right? So they're not all bad. So when you're in a survival pattern, which again, you developed because you were in some sort of overwhelming situation that you thought was life-threatening, and you needed a way to get out of it safely. So when you're in a survival pattern, a lot of times you'll hear me say things like, oh, this prevents you from being able to do this, or this makes you unconscious to that. And what I want you to know before we get into those specifics is that it's not all bad, right? So if you are able to heal your patterns, then you can step into the gifts 
of the skills that you learned as part of your patterns. And that's where I want to start. So I'm going to tell you each of the survival patterns, and I'll give you more details about how it's impacting your business in just a moment. But I want to start with the beautiful gifts of the pattern, because I don't want you to think, oh, I'm broken because of this pattern. I'm never going to be successful, yada, yada, yada. No, that's not the case at all. The case is maybe there's you know, a big part of you that is kind of like caught or stuck in the pattern, but you can move out of pattern and back into presence or your true self with healing, with awareness, with practice, and then you get to maintain the gifts of that survival pattern without being unconscious. Pretty freaking cool, right? So the different patterns are the leaving pattern, the merging pattern, the enduring pattern, the aggressive pattern, and the rigid pattern. And I am just going to speak from my own experience. I exhibit all of these patterns in different situations. So it's going to be pretty common for you to identify with more than one, but there's probably going to be one primary pattern or one or two primary patterns where you're like, oh, hell yeah, that's me. And the important thing to know about these patterns is they're a, sur- they're a survival strategy, right? So they're not you. Like you are a bigger self, you are a soul, you are energy, you are awareness, you are something so much bigger than your survival patterns, but you have survival patterns most likely. And so I don't want you to like over identify with them and make yourself bad for having them because they're important and they helped you survive. And they're also not you. You are a bigger self, you are presence, you are a soul. So just important to remember that. Okay, so leaving, merging, enduring, aggressive, and rigid. And so let's talk about the gifts of each of these. And these are in order of developmental creation or like when when they're established in terms of our development. So the leaving pattern is established sometimes in the womb. And then the rigid pattern, which is the last one I said, is established at older ages, like three and a half to five years old. So they're in order of development. And again, you can have more than one. So the gifts of the leaving pattern is awareness of energy. And you can probably guess, right, this is a big pattern that I used to, you know, be engaged with and that I definitely leaned on in times of overwhelm um, and sometimes still do, right? I'm not perfect. But the beautiful gift of this pattern is my hyper-awareness of energy. So I am so grateful that this is one of my patterns. The gift of the merging pattern is caring, nurturing, loving, and pleasure. Ooh, my beautiful husband exhibits this pattern sometimes. And when he is in the gifts of this pattern, oh my God, he is so sweet. He is so kind. His heart is so big. It just like envelops you with so much love. So the gifts of the merging pattern are pretty incredible too. The enduring pattern gifts are grounding and stamina. So this is one pattern where I actually don't think I exhibit, I think I said I exhibit all five. I don't think I exhibit the enduring pattern, but I exhibit the other four. So grounding and stamina, meaning like they have a really stable base. They're able to thrive under pressure. Again, my my husband has been known to exhibit this pattern. And 
when he's in the gifts of it, he is such a strong, grounded force. He's also a doctor. So like, thank goodness he had this survival pattern because he needs that ability to stay grounded in times of extreme pressure. And he actually is part of the reason why I was able to come back down to earth and (laughs) re-enter my body and heal all of my trauma. Just being in his presence is so stable and safe. So that's another cool thing about the gifts of the enduring pattern. The aggressive pattern, this is another big pattern that I have been known to exhibit. With this pattern, you have, if you're in the gifts, you have big energy, a strong will, and lots of charisma. So (laughs) clearly I'm in the right industry, right? If these are the patterns I developed in childhood. And then the rigid pattern, this is another one I strongly lean into. The gifts of this pattern are order, form, and structure. So you know those hyper-organized people that get shit done and like they just do it. Like you don't have to tell them to do it. They just know what they're supposed to get done and they get it done. They're overachievers. Yeah, you're probably someone who sometimes exhibits the rigid pattern and those are the gifts that you exhibit as well. So super cool, right? There's so many good things to be grateful about with these patterns. And there's also some things to be aware of when you are not in the gifts, when you're actually in the survival pattern of each of these and how it can impact your life and especially your business. So I'm going to talk a bit about what each of these patterns, what they're unable to do or what they have difficulty with because they missed that developmental task, right? And that's kind of like the big thing to think about. Like if you had an overwhelming situation in the womb and now you exhibit the leaving pattern, you have a lot of difficulty with embodiment. And it makes sense, right? Like if in the womb you didn't feel safe being here, you left, like your soul left your body, And so embodiment can be a really challenging task for someone who has the leaving pattern. So how does that impact your business? Well, if you're unable to be embodied, it's a lot harder to have empathy. It's a lot harder to tap into like your intuition, right? And for me, at least, I've been working a lot on embodiment specifically because I'm, you know, really trying to shift into the gifts of this pattern on a deeper level. And the more embodied I become, the easier it is to manifest, actually. Because when you're not embodied, kind of like the the metaphor of the leaving pattern is you're shattered. Like your soul is shattered or scattered across the universe. And it's it's really challenging for you to be in one place, to be con- interconnected, to be stable, to be a body, right? And when you think of like manifestation, you want to get all parts of you on board with what you're trying to call in, right? Like you want to be able to focus on what you do want on a cellular level from head to toe, right? From soul to body to mind to energy, right? You want all of those pieces connected and in alignment. So if if you're not embodied, meaning like you're not present inside of your body, then it's really hard to manifest because there's there's a disconnect, right? And so the more I've been working on embodiment, the easier it's been to, for example, manifest perfect weather on my wedding day, which was, it did not look pretty the day before. (laughs) 
So with the leaving pattern, again, the main thing they have difficulty with is embodiment. And as you work on embodiment on a deeper level, you're able to manifest so much more easily. So that's the leaving pattern and how it impacts your business. The merging pattern. This is one that for me only shows up in my business or like in things that I need to achieve. It does not really show up in relationships, but for you, it might show up everywhere or it might not show up at all. Um, But the main developmental task that the merging pattern kind of like missed out on was taking in, receiving, holding, metabolizing. And this is literally like breastfeeding, right? Or like, you know, getting formula. So if for some reason this child or this infant was not able to get completely full during the breastfeeding stage, then you're going to have kind of like this, if you're in this pattern, you're going to have this sensation of like never being able to get full, right? So like you're, you have this unconscious sense of like needing of, you know, needing someone else to do something for you, of reaching for something, of, you know, needing to receive, of needing to, and not like from like an aligned place where you're like, I'm open to receive all the gifts from the universe, but from like a a place of like, no, I, I deserve to receive because of this, this, and this, and like kind of like a negative place, right? And getting full, right? So with the merging pattern, There's going to be this insatiable need to keep going and it's like never satisfied when you're in the pattern. So let me describe this for you in terms of my business because this has come up a lot. I have patterns of workaholicism. (laughs) I am a workaholic anonymous. Just kidding. I don't belong to that club, but, um, or that association rather, but I, I do exhibit workaholic tendencies. And some might say, oh, that's great for an entrepreneur, but that's not the life I dream for myself, right? Like I don't want to be attached to my phone 24-7. I want to have relationships. I want to have friendships. I want to play with my dog. I want to feel good in my body and get a workout in, right? So for me, the merging pattern shows up as workaholicism. And that's why now I have such strict boundaries and I work so much on my my personal growth because I don't I don't want to be a workaholic. That's not the life I set out to build when I started my business. But the way it looks like in my business if this merging pattern comes online for me is it feels like I have to keep working, like a compulsive need to keep working. And actually before I was even aware of this pattern, I told my my husband about it cuz he would ask like like, why can't you relax? Like, why why can't you slow down? Why can't you unplug for the night? It's nine o'clock at night. Can we just hang out? Right? So this was a couple of years ago. And before I was even aware that the merging pattern was online for me, I knew it was compulsive. I knew it was not something that I could just easily turn off. And the the thing with like compulsive working or this merging pattern where you feel like you can never get full, because that's the underlying need, right? Like I, I can't get full. So I need to do more. I can't get enough. So I need to work more, right? So when you're in that pattern, it it it's compulsive. And the the bad part about it being compulsive is you feel like you just constantly feel empty. 
it's kind of dramatic, right? But it's it's a real sensation that I would feel like I would work more and it was almost like the more I worked, the emptier I felt, but I couldn't get out of the pattern because it felt so like compulsive. Like I felt like I would die if I stopped working. Which again sounds really dramatic, but when you're in the pattern, again, you're you're in like this childhood brain, this unconscious childhood brain that doesn't have access to reasoning. So that's the way it looks like in your business. The way it might show up, the merging pattern might show up in your relationships is if you have kind of like a, a compulsive neediness of like needing the other person to do things for you or needing the other person to fill you up, right? And I don't mean like in a sexual way, I mean like fill you up with love because you feel like you're you're lacking love. You feel like you don't have access to love inside your own body, which we all do, by the way. We are created from love. So when you're in the merging pattern in relationships, you might find yourself in these relationships where you feel really needy or you feel like like an actual physical somatic sensation when your person is not there. I actually have felt this. This is funny. I actually have felt this with my dog. So I guess I do feel the merging pattern in relationships sometimes. <laughs> but when I had to leave my dog for a couple of weeks for a business retreat, I felt a somatic physical sensation of like needing him because he and I like are never separated. Me and my husband actually spend less time together than me and my dog because <laughs> my husband has um, a full-time job and works in the hospital and I work from home and I'm always with the dog. So I I know this sensation so well. So if you notice like in relationships that you miss someone so deeply that it's it's like a, a physical pain and not like, I don't mean like a heart longing. I mean like like a gut punch, like something in your stomach feels empty, something in your heart feels completely empty. You feel like there's almost like no point to live, again, to get dramatic, uh, without that person. Like it feels like you won't survive without that person. That's the merging pattern showing up for you in relationships. If you are a listener of the Soul Expansion Podcast and you are really loving the topics we discuss here, but you're wanting to go deeper, I have some exciting news for you. We are launching a membership just for you, just for people like you who want to experience a deeper soul expansion and want to do it in the name of growing their business, right? So this one is definitely for business owners. The way this membership is going to work is I'm going to create custom healings. So this can be things like hypnosis, meditations, EFT tapping sequences, breath work, Reiki sessions. We're going to do some sessions pre-recorded, some sessions live. And every month we're going to cover a different topic. And these are common mindset and energetic topics that business owners struggle with. So if you struggle to receive in business, we're going to have a month about that. If you struggle with imposter syndrome, we're going to have a month's worth of healings about that. If you struggle with money mindset, if you struggle with keeping money, if you struggle with attracting clients, we will have healings related to all of those topics. So I'm really excited about this. I haven't seen anything like this in the coaching industry, in the healing industry. So this is perfect for you if you already know your strategy or you're already working with like a business strategy coach, but you know you need a little bit of that energetic and healing support to help you really grow and expand to your next level of income and impact. 
go to mysoulexpansion.com, get signed up for the wait list. You'll be the first to know when we launch this membership. And you're going to want to be the first to know because the founding members are going to get a super juicy discounted rate that won't be available after the first initial launch. So get on the wait list, save your spot. Again, the website is mysoulexpansion.com. Get your name on the wait list and let's get back to the show. The next pattern is the enduring pattern. And this is the one I personally in my own life am the least familiar with. I don't know how all of these things feel, but I have observed it in people around me. So my husband, um, other family members I know exhibit this pattern. I've had some clients exhibit this pattern as well. So I've observed it, but I haven't lived it. So my description of this may not be as accurate as some of the others. But according to Stephen Kessler, the enduring pattern is developed at around a year and a half to three years. And the developmental task at that age is putting out. So claiming self and expressing self. Individuation is something you can think about as well. Like becoming your own person separate from your mother or separate from your parents. So with this pattern, something that you might have difficulty with in your business is self-expression, taking action, and claiming your own space. I had a client who exhibited this pattern, and something that consistently came up for her was she actually just didn't know what she wanted, and she was so disconnected from her body that she couldn't figure out what she wanted for the life of her. And she was pretty deep in this pattern, and at the time, I didn't have enough resources to support her. So when, when you're in this pattern, the way you might notice it showing up in your business is you may feel like you're stuck in a procrastination stage or like a consumption stage where you're consuming content, but you're not taking any action. You may feel like you don't know what you want, like you're so disconnected from your own desires and from your own intuition and from you know, what you're excited by and you look externally for clues. That was a big one. So and I, and I see this with my husband too, who sometimes exhibits this pattern. So oftentimes my husband will say, what do you want to do? And I'll be like, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of open. What do you feel like doing? And he like has a hard time answering that question because he he has a hard time referencing himself, right? He was taught at an early age that it's not, he's not allowed to have his own individuation, right? Like he's not allowed to be his own person. And so if you have the enduring pattern that was part of your early wounding is you were taught it's not safe to defy mom and dad. I have to be like subservient to them or I have to be, you know, someone who is secondary to them. So my my needs don't matter. The needs of my caretaker matter more and I'm not allowed to have my own opinion or my own thoughts about things. So the interesting thing with this pattern is it's external compliance. So this this person is very good at being like a good lover, at being a good son or a good daughter, a good child, right? Like they they follow the rules, they do all the things. But internally there's a lot of resistance. And this pattern is kind of characterized by like hunkering down. They like on the outside they're complying with everything that you ask them to do. But on the inside, they're inwardly resisting you. So again, the way it'll show up in your business is 
difficulty taking action and difficulty understanding what it is exactly that you want. So you may notice yourself, you know, again, looking externally for inspiration and having no ability to reference your own desires and your own intuition. And why is that a problem, right? Just to kind of like take it further. That's a problem because you have to build the business that your soul was here to build, right? You can't build someone else's business and expect to be successful. I've done that and it didn't work, right? (laughs) So if you want to be successful in business, you really have to be able to understand what your wants and desires, passions, purpose, et cetera, is without external clues. It has to come from within in order to be that raging success. All right, next pattern is the aggressive pattern. So this is one I had to heal a lot from in the beginning. Now it's pretty, I would say it's pretty much gone for me. I think I'm mostly in the gifts of the pattern. I do notice it pop up, but I'm super aware of it. It's the one I'm the most familiar with for sure because I was like devastated when I learned I had this pattern. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been treating people so terribly. But the beautiful gifts of this pattern, again, are like big energy, will, charisma. And you really, you you become like a powerful force when you're in the gifts of this pattern. So the developmental task at the age, so it's two and a half to four years old when this pattern is formed. And the developmental task at that age is trusting others, feeling held by a good, bigger, stronger presence. And so you have difficulty with, if you're exhibiting the aggressive pattern, you have difficulty with trusting others and containing yourself. So in business, this is huge, right? Like think about hiring a team. If you can't trust your team, I mean, this probably also fed into my workaholic patterns. If you can't trust your team on a deep level because you don't trust people at all on a deep level, how are you ever going to become the CEO and the visionary, right? Like you're constantly going to be that employee in your business. Coaching relationships too. I had some really challenging coaching relationships in the beginning of my business, not because I had malicious intent, but because I was in this pattern. And also my clients were in patterns of their own. And when when you're in pattern and when someone else is in pattern, it's like you're speaking different languages and you just get into like these really challenging, you know, dynamics and unhealthy dynamics. So if you are a coach, a teacher or a healer and you notice your you notice that you exhibit some of the the hallmarks of the aggressive pattern, I strongly urge you to work on healing that immediately because you will become a much safer coach and healer if you can heal this pattern. So with the aggressive pattern, the way you may notice this coming up for you is you know, kind of like this, there's like this achiever mindset, but it's a little bit different than the rigid pattern, which is like the classic achiever. There's this mindset of being like, if I outdo everyone, of course I'll survive, right? So the the core wound of someone with the aggressive pattern is there was not someone there to contain them or effectively contain them. So I had great parents, amazing parents, but I was a tyrant child as like a three-year-old. So <laughs> I had like big emotions that they just didn't have the resources to be able to hold for me or contain for me. So therefore, the core wound is I felt abandoned and I felt like, okay, there's no one out there for me that can contain me, that can hold me. I'm on my own time to survive, like survival of the fittest style, right? So 
If you exhibit the aggressive pattern, you may notice that you have a really hard time collaborating, which kind of sucks in business, right? Like you want to be able to collaborate because that helps you grow your audience a lot faster and helps you, you know, develop strong a strong network and stronger relationships and get referrals and stuff. So if you're in the aggressive pattern, you may feel like you're o- you're on your own island and like you you have no interest in collaborating or you don't trust people enough to collaborate. You don't trust your team if you have a team. You don't even trust your clients if you have clients, right? So there's a lot of like, I'm on my own. It's me against the world kind of attitude with the aggressive pattern. But let me tell you, when you shift into the gifts of this thing, oh, it is so good. (laughs) I mean, this podcast is a prime example. The reason why you guys like this podcast so much is because I'm in the gifts of the aggressive pattern. Well, that's not the only reason, but (laughs) it's a contributing factor, right? I am very charismatic because I've been able to heal this pattern and shift into the gifts. So even though it was devastating for me to learn that I was, you know, treating people with so much mistrust and like, I'm the best of everyone. I'm the strongest. I got to survive. No one else matters, et cetera. Like that was devastating for me to realize because obviously like my soul didn't want to do that, right? This was a childhood part that was coming online, a childhood pattern. And so it was really painful when I learned that that's where I'd been for a good portion of my adult life. But the beautiful thing is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And when you shift into the gifts, it's quite magical. So that is the aggressive pattern. And again, if you want to dive deeper into any of these patterns, get the book, just do it. You will not regret it. It's going to change your life. All right. The last pattern, because I don't want to make this podcast episode too, too long, is the rigid pattern. So this is like the classic achiever. You're highly functional. And this pattern is formed at around age like three and a half to five years old. So a little bit older in childhood. And the developmental task at that age is trusting self, feeling and expressing self. So you have a really hard time trusting and expressing yourself if you're in the rigid pattern. And this is a big one for your business. Let me tell you, if you are someone who has jumped from strategy program to strategy program and you do everything exactly as the course or the coach tells you to do it, you follow all the rules, you do it perfectly, and you don't get the results, mm my love, you may be in the rigid pattern because what happens with the rigid pattern is you lose your ability to trust yourself or you never develop that ability rather. You you don't get the ability to trust yourself. So who do you trust? You trust the one right way. And like, what the hell does that mean? That means like whatever rules you were taught in childhood by your parents, your caregivers, your teachers, et cetera, or society or your business coach, let's be real, (laughs) whatever rules you are taught, that's like, that's your source of truth. So you don't have an internal source of truth. You only have an external source of truth. And it's, it really sucks in your business because that's not how business works, right? It's not like if you follow every strategy perfectly that you'll automatically be a success. I did that. (laughs) So speaking from experience, I definitely exhibited the rigid pattern in my business as well. So when when you're in the pattern, in the negative parts of the rigid pattern, 
you have zero access to your body, zero access to your intuition, and you're looking externally for the rules, the checklist, the secret strategy that's going to change everything in your business, and you have no ability to think for yourself, which sounds dramatic again. But remember, these are childhood parts formed at like age four years old. So four-year-olds, if they don't develop the task to be able to think for themselves and like defy the rules and like know their own truth, then they will be in the rigid pattern later in life when they're in overwhelming situations. So when you think about growing your business, you so need access to your intuition. You so need access to be able to think for yourself, to be a CEO, right? If you constantly refer out your decision-making, your creativity, your passion, your purpose, right? I've had clients who they, they didn't even have access to their purpose because they were looking for someone to tell them what their purpose was. And actually, I was in that position maybe like two years ago too. So I, I know it really well. So if you can't access your own purpose, then you're never going to be satisfied in your business. And you're probably also not going to be as successful because again, you're not making decisions for yourself. And that's what CEOs need to do, right? They need to be able to tap into their gut, tap into their intuition, tap into their soul and build the business that they were put on earth to build. But if you have the rigid pattern and it's it's in the pattern versus in the gifts, it's going to be really hard for you to do that. So those are the five personality patterns and how it might show up in your business. Again, grab the book by Stephen Kessler if you were intrigued by this. But the main thing I want you to remember, and I said this at the beginning, but it bears repeating, you are not your pattern, right? Like I admitted that I exhibit four out of the five patterns and that doesn't make me any less of a human being, right? That doesn't make me any less of a person. It doesn't make me any less worthy of love or worthy of being successful. It just means that those were developmental misses in my childhood. And we get to grow through that, overcome that, and become stronger CEOs and stronger human beings as a result. So don't get down on yourself. Don't blame yourself for your patterns. You are not your pattern. You are a soul in a human body. And that's pretty much it. So (laughs) kind of a different episode for the podcast, but I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know on Instagram if you're enjoying these episodes and all the stuff we talk about here at Soul Expansion. Definitely share this with a friend if you feel like it could help them. Rate and review. We love it when you rate and review because it helps the show grow and it helps more people get support and get help with this information. So if you have a couple seconds, definitely go ahead and do that. And until next week, which what are we doing next week? So next week, we're going to talk about energetic skills that make you a better leader. So get excited for that. And until next time, I'm Kristen Kaczynski, and I love you. Thank you for honoring your soul's calling today and taking the time to listen to this episode of the Soul Expansion Podcast. If you have a question you'd like featured or have a topic idea, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Kristen Kaczynski and send me a DM with your request. Remember, you are a truly limitless being. The limits you see now are only an illusion. Whatever it is that you desire, that's already yours. It already exists in the universe here and now. You simply have to awaken to what you already have. 
And I hope this episode brought you a little closer to that truth. If you love this episode and would like to give from your heart and appreciation, please take a few moments to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram or write a brief review on your favorite podcast platform. Your voice truly matters and your feedback helps to spread abundant expansion to a broader audience. And what a gift that is, right? Just think about how much abundance will come back to you if you help a friend experience their own soul expansion. And with that, I just want to say thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Kristen Kaczynski and I love you.